Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. On this episode, I'm talking to Gio and Taylor, a team of dog trainers who've created an in-your-face brand that embodies the fun and positive approach they bring to dog training. After just over a year and a half in business, they've built a strong customer base. So they could continue to serve those customers and their dogs during the pandemic, Gio and Taylor created online training packages that include group classes over Zoom, private consultations, and one-on-one DIY training. They say that virtual dog training has actually enabled them to address behavioral issues that would be harder to deal with in person. Are you curious about taking your own pet business virtual? It can open up a world of possibilities. On this podcast, I've asked over 100 women what their favorite tools, apps, and resources are to run their pet industry businesses. Discover over 150 apps, tools, and even the best squeaker toy to get the perfect doggy photo. It's all in the Wear, Wag, Repeat resource guide. The guide is totally free. Just go to wearwagrepeat.com slash guide. That's wherewagrepeat.com slash G-U-I-D-E. Giovanni Alcade and Taylor Barconi are the women behind Smart Bitch Modern Dog Training. It's a female minority-owned dog training company based in New Orleans, dedicated to educating dog owners on the best and most effective ways to train dogs using all positive reinforcement methods. These smart bitches, as they refer to themselves, are both CPDTKA and fear-free certified animal trainers, and their services cover all facets of dog training, from basic obedience with puppies to severe aggression rehabilitation with adult dogs. No matter the challenge, Gio and Taylor always offer their clients a unique quality experience. If you'd like to experience their services yourself, they've recently expanded to offer new training services online, so anyone can be a smart bitch. <laughs> hey, guys. Hello. 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 How, how, how are you today? Uh, doing really good, you know, um, keeping busy. Um, it's, been, it's been good. It's kind of a wild year, but we're keeping our heads above water, so... <laughs> yeah, it's like a really wild year. Um, so l- let's just like dive in. I'm sure anyone who listened to our bio, they're not used to me calling someone a smart bitch. So <laughs> can you just go ahead and tell us why you came up with that name? Um, yeah, so smart bitch was born. Um, you know, we we came from a a, a daycare background. Our, our background was um a little shaky, to be honest. Um, we didn't have the best experience coming up to become trainers. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it too much for anything, you know, cause I think it, it really made us who we are. Um, but it was born out of us wanting something that really identified with our personalities and the experiences that we'd been through. So, uh, smart bitch was born, you know, we wanted a something quite literally, I remember a saying to Taylor, I want 
our business name to punch people in the face, (laughs) but in a good way. Um, And so, you know, and taking ownership of the word bitch, Um, you know, a bitch is a female dog. Um, A lot of people don't use that word, um, even though, you know, we're all in the doggy industry. And I was just like, well, let's do it. Let's take it. Let's run with it. It was definitely a risk. Um, but it was a good risk. I'm, I'm very happy uh, to be a smart bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And like, I'm, I'm obsessed with branding and like marketing and that kind of stuff. And I just think looking at all of your, your website and your social media, you guys kind of like embody your brand. Like, I don't know what came first, like the name or the personality, or maybe it was like both at the same time, but you know, how do you like to incorporate that into your marketing? So it kind of came at the same time. So the first thing that created our marketing that gave birth to our marketing was picking out colors. So we knew from the get go that we wanted black and pink. The funny thing about Gio and I is that we kind of operate on the same wavelength. So when we both created Smart Bitch, we both knew that we wanted black and pink, particularly pink, to be our brand colors. And then we said it out loud. I was like, oh, you too? You want pink? Okay, cool. We're now going to do pink. But as we started to create things in our image, we started to, okay, well, I like bricks. I love the idea of having our logo on a white brick background. So if you see our Instagram um profile pictures as a brick background that we love. Then I remember um, as we were creating our website, creating pages and creating um, info flyers, graphic info flyers, um, digital ones. I remember I was playing around this app and I'm like, oh, I love the idea of us having paint splatter because we're smart bitch, we're kind of edgy, kind of hippie. So paint splatter here and there. So now on Instagram, you see a lot of our memes having paint splatter here, paint splatter there and things like that. So Whenever we are, whenever we put something out in the world, I try to stay close to our branding colors. So the colors were also, can I have pink splatter somewhere? Can I have something digital? Because now we're doing online things. So you may see kind of matrixy ideas out there. So that's the whole thing. We want to kind of stay to the branding, but also still expand on that branding. So, yeah. And to uh, to further elaborate, I remember us having the conversations when we were talking about our branding that, um, you know, we are rewards-based trainers. We're R-plus all the way. And I think a lot of R-plus trainers get a bad rep because um, they come across as delicate or, um, as I like to say, uh, tree huggers who are hippies. And so we wanted a different approach. We wanted this kind of like rebel in your face it almost when you read the name you would not expect the type of training that would come from us so it's it's hey hi look at us um but also we're gonna cuddle your dogs so <laughs> that's kind of well, yeah because you, your marketing is like in your face but you guys obviously are very sweet people <laughs> it's very <Yeah>. serious <laughs> um and i wonder like that, as you were talking to you, it kind of made me wonder, you know, there are so many people out there and I see them all over Facebook groups who don't are who are not familiar with R plus training and positive reinforcement training. And um, it, it's kind of a challenge to convert them over, like, you know, those those old ways, like they're just old school ways. Like, I think sometimes those people don't mean badly, but they just don't know any better. Um, so have you found that like a lot of your clients, you've kind of like introduced them to a better way of working with their dogs? 
Um, yeah, we will definitely say, I think a lot of people reach out to us thinking that it's going to be the same ideology that they're used to. Um, and because we're aware of that, you know, given our branding, um, cause we, we are in, in a lot of competition surrounding us who do use the older methods. And so we wanted to be able to pull in that same client and the clientele and educate them on newer types. And so that's actually part of uh, what we do, all, all of our new or private clients, they all go through this process where we literally just, we call it the brain melt, where we teach them, this is the way of things. This is why, this is how. Essentially, um, we teach them even, you know, down to, you know, some some learning theory, just because we find that it's it's really important in order to shape their minds to to treat their dogs better and to be uh, more concerned about their dogs and to start there. So yeah, absolutely. We do, we get a lot of, um, converted people and we're very happy when they're um surprised by the results i think that's probably um the most popular reaction is just the part like wow you guys really know what you're talking about we're like thanks (laughs) yeah what do you know two girls actually know what they're talking about (laughs) so um could you guys tell us a little bit about how you got into dog training you kind of you said at the beginning that it was like kind of a rough start, but um, Taylor, maybe you can tell us like how you got interested in dog training. Um, I was interested in dog training primarily because I wanted to give my dogs a better life. It sounds really corny, but um, a couple many years ago, several years ago, I realized that there really weren't that many trainers out there who seemed to understand or market well enough about complex behavioral issues. One of my dogs, both of my dogs, they both have very unique issues that I found that was real difficult for me to address. And I felt like no trainer in the area really knew how to address them. So, for example, one of my dogs, Sashi, I still have her to this day, she can be leash reactive. And I always thought, you know what? Well, what I've done so far hasn't worked. What I've found online, some of you guys are doing the exact same thing that I was doing. So, clearly, I need to find someone who can help me, and I couldn't find anybody. So I was like, you know what? Let me research this myself. So that kind of pushed me in dog training. And when I was a young, when I was a kid, um, I had a dog that I really, I was trained for a while. And I was like, oh, I love doing this. It's so fun. So having that dog when I was a kid and then having my own dogs now that have behavioral issues kind of pushed me into the training route. And I actually, um, used, I found a doggy daycare facility, both of us, they both Gio and I, both worked at the same facility for a while. That's how we met each other. Um, we found this facility that actually had a training program that sometimes sent their employees out to become trainers. Now, again, it was a very, very rough start, uh, but <laughs> we both started there and we are now where we are today. So that is it. That's how we, that's how I became interested in it. And Gio, what about you? How did you become interested in training? Um, yeah, so I am a I'm a Nashville native. I'm a New Orleans transplant, um, but I don't, I don't really claim Nashville anymore. I think I'm a New Orleanian through and through. Um, and I graduated college, got a theater degree for absolutely no reason, aside from my uh, Halloween hobbies, um, and, you know, making costumes and stuff. Um, so I moved here and I realized after I graduated college that I had the opportunity uh, to finally get a dog because it was fair. Um, it wasn't fair to have a dog in college. It was too busy was working a job, you know. And so now I'm finally here settled. I get a I get a dog and I'm like, 
wow, why did I even go to college? Like, <laughs> like this is obviously what I've always wanted. Like literally I remember like thinking, I just want to graduate college so I can get a dog. And then I got him. Um, and it's little, it was a little man beetle juice who was crawling on me earlier. Um, and I realized that I really had an affinity for it. I've, I've owned animals my entire life. Animals in, thankfully, um, I had a household that, um, entertained every pet that I ever wanted. So I've had, you know, fish, turtles, I actually have turtles walking around, around me right now. Um, you know, lizards, hermit crabs, all of the bizarre things. Um, so animals were always something that I should have known was always going to be a part of my life, but it wasn't until, you know, I was a grown up <laughs> that I had my own dog and I was like, oh, you know, I should actually do this. And I think it was, you know, upon training my dog and people seeing that, you know, he got really good at tricks and stuff that they were like, wow, how did you do that? And I was like, wow, people really don't know how to do this. Okay, uh, maybe I should pursue this. So that's really how that happened. And then, yeah, meeting uh, Taylor, doggy daycare. Um, it, was, uh, I, it was probably the, the best thing to happen to us because we, you know, we became business partners uh, from there. I think it was a, a very big learning experience in terms of what you can and shouldn't do uh, with animals. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Just to put it lightly, um, but I we did really have some fantastic mentorship um, that was outside of the dog daycare. So the trainers who actually took care of us and taught us who to be, who we are today. Um, you know, huge thank yous, huge shout outs to them because um, I think because they taught us is really what pushed us in that direction. That final push where we're like, you know, what, we can go do this on our own. We can start our own business. So that that's really the big um, how Geo became a dog trainer. <laughs> Well, I love both of your stories and I love that um, it's so closely tied to your own dogs and like Taylor, you know, for you overcoming the leash aggression and then Geo like teaching really fun tricks. Like those are both like really cool things that are um, like easy for people to see an improvement in. Um, and so I think that's really cool. But, you know, being a dog trainer doesn't mean that you just get to hang out with your own dog all day long as much as we would like to. So can you talk a little bit about like your favorite parts of, of having a dog training business and, and maybe like something that was unexpected about, about being a dog trainer instead of just training your own dog? I would say, I think my favorite part of, of this business really, I have to say, this is, this is going to sound really corny, but really helping the people. Uh, Sometimes people call us and we have one session with them and it takes just one session for things to start changing management. You know, we, we stress management first. So we talk about management first and just changing their routine is a little bit. They call us next day. Oh my God, Taylor, Gio, you guys are so smart. Thank you so much for uh, telling us about a snuffle mat or installing a baby gate here. Little simple things that really changes their life before training comes to the place. So my favorite part really is just finding little tweaks here that we can change in their routine, be it management or a little simple enrichment change or a little simple exercise change before training comes in that makes a huge difference. Yeah. And to bounce off of, you know, some of the, um, the unexpected challenges I share, just so you're aware, anytime you're talking to one of us, you are talking to both of us. We do refer to each other as, uh, the, the work wives, um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're practically married. Um, but I think some of the challenges circling back to uh, that question is um, a lot of them weren't so much surprising because we had worked with a lot of people at this point. 
Um, I think what may be surprising for, for many is just how much people don't know and how they're really genuine about that. A lot of people don't intend to do the wrong thing. They really most, for the most part, most people have the best intentions in mind. And, um, and for the most part, if we feel like that's not the case, we probably won't take the client. Um, but, but people are very genuine. And so we try to stay as open and, you know, science-based, education-based to, to teach people, hey, here are some of the mistakes that you may have made. It is okay that you made these mistakes because this is not common knowledge that these are mistakes. And in fact, you know, you can go to YouTube or Google and find conflicting answers everywhere. Um, well, even Hollywood will give you the wrong answer. So it's really hard to chastise people uh, because they don't know. And well, we're the persons who are, or we're the people who are uh, paid to be the professionals. Um, other aspects I think that were difficult though, um, Taylor and I, we are very young and um, which is to our advantage because we have a, a lot of, you know, we can take smart bitch really far, um, but we were thrown into creating this business um, because there really was a shotgun thing. We, we knew we wanted to make it. And then um, a situations kind of got a little dire quick, more quickly than we were prepared for. So it literally was like, it went from a conversation to, Oh, this is happening. And so there was a lot of catching up in terms of learning about business, taxes, insurance, um, social media, marketing. We knew a lot about social media and marketing, but now it was marketing ourselves and presenting a new image that wasn't who we were previously working for. So I think those are those were some of the challenges that were um, overwhelming for us. I think the accounting, I do all of the accounting, so that's Oh, I was never good at math in school. So who knew <laughs> that was going to be an aspect of my life? <laughs> that is my least favorite aspect of my business too. I, I just dread going over those spreadsheets and stuff. It's, I hate it. Are you enjoying this conversation as much as I am? Whether you're a longtime listener or new here, I want to thank you for listening in. It's important to me to amplify women's voices in the pet industry. If you want to help me do that, you can leave a review for my show in the Apple Podcast app. Reviews help me get more listeners and book big-time interviews. Through the end of July, leave a review and you'll be entered to win a $50 gift card to the Wear Wag Repeat shop. Just go to my show's homepage on the Apple Podcast app from your phone or computer and write an honest review. I'll announce the winner on a future episode and in the Wear, Wag, Repeat Instagram feed. Okay, so you said that like you guys were kind of thrown into starting this business kind of quickly. And then this year, things escalated very quickly with coronavirus. <laughs> And, and that impacted like every business on the planet, but especially businesses like where, like yours, where you're like going into people's homes or meeting people or having to work like very, very close in human contact with people. And you weren't able to do that anymore. So you guys created some kind of online training and online classes and services and stuff that you offer. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Like what are the logistics of it? What is it? How how do people access it? All that kind of stuff. Hi. Hey, so three types of online services we're offering right now. So the first type, my favorite type, is our new live live room group classes. My fa- I say this is my favorite because we actually, Gio and I, have been looking to start group classes for the, over the past year, and 
we had some venues that we were considering, but then it fell through. So it was, you know, disappointment after disappointment. So then the pandemic hits, you're like, you know what? This is actually a good chance for us to start group classes. And we're a part of several um, training groups where other people were considering doing the same thing. And there were people who had group classes that had to, you know, stop abruptly because of the pandemic and they moved it online. So we talked to many different people, got some ideas, got together and creating our group classes, which are hosted in our living room, which is so funny. So that is our favorite service. Uh, other two services are the consultation, which is a requirement before you do private training. So we are big about educating our clients, no matter what facet of the services that they're in. So if you're a private client, if you're a group class client, you're going to be educated or get brain melted, we call it, by us at some point. So this brain melt, though, the consultation is a really good way for us to really dive deep and play detective with our clients, which is something, um, something that people don't realize that a lot of dog training is playing detective, trying to figure out what is going on in the house that is causing your dog to do X, Y, and Z. So the consultation, virtual or in person, does not matter. Both are very valuable, helps us get a good picture of the situation, and also helps our clients get an idea of what they're signing up for, how training works, but more importantly, how their dogs think. Again, education-wise, so we want to really drive in. Here's how your dog think. Here's the his. Let's talk about behavior. Let's talk about management and enrichment. Next line, and then we talk about training. And people are like, "Oh, wow, this all makes sense." So when they move on to our third service, which is our private training, we call this our digital DIY coaching, do-it-yourself coaching. Um, they are well more, they are well prepared because we have melted their brains first and we have turned them into many trainers themselves. So three services, group classes, consultation, and then our private training. Now to access it, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So to access it, um, I was going to circle back and talk about the technological side, um, you know, setting all this up because I know a lot of people are skeptical about virtual training and rightfully so, you know, when, when you're discussing, uh, you know, with a significant other, or maybe just, you know, just thinking about putting money into training, a lot of people are, well, do you really want to do the online thing? And so kind of breaking down the technical side. So all of our services are live. Um, we, we intend on creating, actually, um, but unfortunately we have been super busy and that just hasn't happened um, yet. It's, it's in the works. It hasn't happened yet. Um, but all of these services are live and kind of a, uh, something that's very unique to Smart Bitch is that Taylor and I always work together. So um, unless one of us is in our deathbed and we have to go take a client by ourselves, uh, more often than not, uh, they're always getting both trainers. So you're looking at classes with both trainers present, um, able, we keep them very, very small. Um, we do not like to cap over six people to keep these um, a very intimate and personalized experience. We're watching every single person. Um, in these classes. And then I think the funniest part is that we have transformed our living rooms um, into essentially studios uh, to work for us. So, you know, I sexually set up my laptop on my cat tree, which has a different web, you know, a webcam that's angled so you can see my whole living room. And then um, both of our laptops are connected to our TV screens, which are much larger. So we are able to see and depict uh, very closely. We're able to see um, you know, the body language of the animal. And that's just like really describing the live living room group class, but the same goes for the, uh, the private instruction as well. 
Um, and the beautiful thing about the private instruction is that um, we are able to cover so many topics. You know, people are like, oh, there's no way that you can train my aggressive dog. And we're like, of course we can, you know, and in all honesty, we don't have to be there to help you fix some of the, the issues that you're having. I think um, thanks to the pandemic and everybody being home, and that's 1000% sarcasm, our most popular topic that's coming to us right now is separation anxiety. And honestly, it, the best thing to do is to do this through virtual because all you need is the trainer in your ear, you know, or on a screen, not an extra body in the room because that complicates things like people there. So there's a lot of benefits. Um, but the other reason for those who are, are purchasing the private services, they also get a recap of their consultation. So even though we have melted their brain and we can see it by the end of, you know, of the call, um, they will have a reference that's personalized to them so that, you know, if they have to convey this to a significant other, or if they just need to circle back in a few months, they will always have access to this. You know, we're never going to revoke that access. Um, and same with the coaching session. So it's, it's really cool. And in order to find it, um, it's our website or just contacting us directly. Most people contact us through Instagram. I think for our virtual services, we have had some people, contact us through Facebook. Um, but our website is totally fine. We have forms that we ask people to fill out so we know exactly what we're getting into. Um, but yeah, that's pretty the logistics. We try to keep it as simple as possible. We've even uh, created a video for anyone who is um, new to Zoom, you know, because that's the platform that we use to host these services. Um, here's how you use Zoom in regards to SmartBitch, you know, for your best, um, for the best ability, getting, getting the good training out of it. So yeah, that's, that's the virtual services. We're uh, very thrilled. We love it. Um, I love the aspect that Taylor and I, you know, right now we're both in New Orleans, but we don't know where the future will take us. Uh, we say we're married. We're not actually married. Um, but it's wonderful because having virtual services will inevitably always allow us to train together. Um, so this is another really, really cool aspect uh, for people to know that, again, you will always get both of us, which is really cool. So we love that. Yeah, it's very, very smart. It sounds like you've just like covered every base from like the consultation to the private training, to the group training, to like the how to video of like how to even watch the thing. <laughs> um, you've like made it really, really simple for people because I think that's what people need is it for, for it to be like really simple. Um, and I think it's really cool that with the online training, you know, you kind of, are allowed to help with things like separation anxiety or things where it would just be complicated. Like maybe someone is only home for limited hours or they live far away from you or something like that. So it, it makes you actually so flexible, which I think is really cool. Um, so, so speaking of like the future and goals, do you have like big dreams? What's your, what's your big goal for smart bitch? Oh, we have lots of goals. Um, when we created this business, we knew that we wanted to be big. And one recent update about us that we were recently trademarked, so we can kind of do things without having to hold back. I think one of the biggest goals for us was to extend our reach as much as possible. We wanted to reach as many people as possible so that we can do more online services. So Gio mentioned earlier that we are – we were in the process of looking into doing courses. Of course, the pandemic came and we've been really busy recreating our live online services, but having more courses, selling merchandise, talking, doing more podcasts like this, having more videos available on YouTube, having more free 
services available too, which is something that's really that really matters to me. Um, I come from a community where you know we, dog training is hard to afford, so I want to have more free services out there, more videos, helping people realize that getting into dog training isn't that hard. So that's the entire idea, and I think that when we started, we don't know where we're going to be, like you said, in the future, but we know that we want to we want everyone to know who we are. At the same time, we want everything to be easily accessible. <laughs> Big dreams. Yeah, I'm bouncing off of that. It was really funny because 2020 hit and, um, you know, when the new year hits, everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be my year of growth. And I think 2020 really is the year of growth that nobody wanted. <laughs> like, like, we all wanted little growth, but... So just so everyone's aware, um, and to put it really into perspective, Taylor and I have been training together for several years. We've been a team for several years. However, Smart Bitch is only just over a year old, where I would say we're about a year and a half old. Um, and so 2020 really kicked us in the teeth because we had just done our first round of taxes. And you know we survived that. like We did it. And then we had to rebuild our business because COVID hit. And, um, and it's been really good. It really has been the year of growth, um, not how we had intended it, but um, we're very excited to keep pushing forward. Uh, like Taylor mentioned, we specifically got trademarked so that we could start pushing merchandise. But of course, that was put on the back burner. We'll get to it. That's not relevant. People needed dog training. You know, everyone was stuck in their houses with their dogs barking at them while they were on business Zoom calls. So it was really important that we were accessible and that we found a way to also access people who maybe couldn't afford private training, which is the beautiful thing about our uh, live living group classes. Uh, we tell people all the time that if you are looking for training or if you want to dip your toes in the bitchy waters, um, you can always test out one of our group classes because it is only 35 bucks to jump into a, uh, a drop-in class. Um, and you will get so much more information than you could even have you know, realized. Well, I'm excited for your for your living room live group training classes. I'm going to try and pop in with my dog, Bert, because Bert can always use training help. Lucy, on the other hand, Lucy just got her AKC novice trick dog certification. So Lucy is like, she's already a smart bitch. We got to work on making Bert a smart boy. <laughs> Um, so I will definitely be hopping in. Um, maybe Taylor, you can hop in and tell everyone where they can find Smart Bitch online, how they can connect with you guys on social. So to find us, we are on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, Instagram and Facebook are our two most um, active platforms, and we are we fast to respond. So again, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. YouTube in particular, we have hundreds of videos dating back from last year. Since this is the beginning of Smart Bitch, of us working with um, private clients or um, our day training clients. And you can see us kind of talk to the client, but it's all public. You can see us working with their dogs, working with a range of issues from basics to advanced leash activity and things like that. YouTube is, our YouTube is very needy. You can go through those videos so you can find just about answers to any problem that you're having. Instagram, we are we're on Instagram constantly. We are always checking messages. Facebook, we're on Facebook constantly as well. So we are very, very in your face. You will find us. I will say that sometimes social media, um, Google doesn't let us be great. So if you type in smart bitch, we won't come up. But just type in smart bitch dog training or smart bitch <laughs> dog, you will definitely find us, okay? Well, I'm going to have to look you up on TikTok because I love TikTok and I want to see what you're doing over there. 
Yeah, we yes. love TikTok too. TikTok is very interesting, a very interesting platform. It's our newest platform, so it's not as meaty as our other platforms, but we try to upload our meaty Instagram stories to TikTok. Really important. Our stories are usually the places where you need to be. We have always oh, updating stories with little tips here and there, or just videos of us working with current dogs, anybody, even our own dogs. So go to our Instagram story or Facebook story for some free tips, okay? And that's a really good hack, too, for people who want to start TikTok and they're like, oh, I can't deal with creating content on one other platform. You could just repurpose. So that's very, very smart. Yes, that's what we do. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to talk to me today. No problem. Yes, thank you for us. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at tmystic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.